Hey everyone, this is uh, Rami I'm hosting the Positive Shift podcast with uh, Yogi Brian here. Um, actually, Brian, do you want to quickly spell out how you would uh, get a hold of you? That's your Instagram handle, but what is the uh, what are the other handles you have as well? Sure, yes, Yogi Brian. So Y O G I underscore Brian B R Y A N, and then my my other Instagram is Namaste AF Namaste underscore AF. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, again, thank you for joining. Um, I was just, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but I essentially was just kind of going through, um, going through Instagram and I kind of just saw that um, Brian had a bit of a different take on, <laughs> on how to introduce people to yoga. I'll be interested in having him explain it from his perspective. Um, but, uh, but Brian, would you be able to just kind of give us a little bit of a intro to who you are, um, where you're like, where you're coming from and really what brought you to where you are today? Sure, sure, yeah, and I appreciate you inviting me and having me on your podcast, on your show, you know, it's pretty cool, right, honor, it, but yeah, yoga actually, like, where I'm at right now in yoga, I never expected to have a yoga practice at all, it was, I believe, 2016, I was on the treadmill, and, and I'm a fast starter, so I, you know, new year, new me, I'm on, I'm on, I'm there at the gym, like first thing for first week of January normally. And I'm like, you know, maybe hitting two classes or, you know, two workouts a day. And then by, you know, second week, I'm not at the gym anymore until next October, right. you know? So I'm, I'm a fast Love starter that way. <laughs> yeah. So I was on the treadmill January, 2016. And before this, I, I had like a Snapchat and I had social media and I was doing funny content on social media. And I remember my buddy told me that, hey, you got, you got some talent with writing. Like, why don't you have an Instagram or why don't you really focus on harnessing like your writing skill, like your humor and really do something with it. So I remember being on the treadmill and Namaste AF popped up to my mind. Just that name, Namaste AF, because I think it was like a week before I was on Instagram and I saw one of my friends doing a yoga challenge. And she was doing yoga on her kitchen table, on her bed, like on her furniture. And, and I thought it was completely ridiculous. And she was doing this <laughs> yoga challenge for her, for her yoga studio. And I'm like, what are people doing? I thought it was so ridiculous. So Namaste AF came to my head when I was on the treadmill. And I'm like, I'm just going to make fun of yoga. So I'm going to do this Instagram yeah, that's funny. completely to make fun of yoga. I didn't have a yoga practice at all. I dabbled doing yoga here and there before then, but. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to make this Instagram. I'm going to start making fun of yoga. I posted a couple, like, ridiculous yoga videos or, or posts. And then I think within, like, a couple weeks, I had 1,000 followers and then 2,000. And I ended up hosting a know. yoga challenge with the company. And I had no clue about yoga at all. So I reached out to oh, wow. a yoga teacher on social media to be like, help me do this yoga challenge. Like maybe you can do the poses, like I'll follow what you're doing and I'll make the yeah, funny cool. captions and humor. So I accidentally got into yoga and as my Instagram became more popular, I joined a yoga studio with my sole intention to learn yoga to make fun of it more. And I ended up, <laughs> I ended up falling, falling in love with the practice. I joined yoga teacher training and even then, my sole, sole purpose was to learn yoga to make fun of yoga more. And eventually, 
Now I have this yoga practice. It's changed my life. I lost like 30 something pounds. Oh, I wow. met my wife through the yeah. yoga studio. Like it was oh, just wow. total life changing. How, how many years ago was this? That like so you was 2016. Oh, holy crap. And, yeah. and the whole purpose of it really was to just make fun of yoga. Was there a particular reason you wanted to make fun of it? Or was it just like, this would be a funny thing to, to do on online? It was like a creative outlet maybe. Yeah, it was a creative outlet, but I really wanted to make fun of yoga because I saw these yoga challenges and they were kind of ridiculous, but I've always, and I noticed like there is this stickiness, this seriousness about the yoga community, almost like uh, the competition. I grew up playing competitive golf, like when I was young and I was topping my state and I got a scholarship to New Mexico State and I was just completely competitive there. And I saw the yoga environment. I, I just saw it pretty serious, pretty competitive. And I just mm. wanted to make fun of yoga, make fun of this, um, the seriousness. And my motto is, it's just fucking yoga. Like, yeah. It doesn't that serious. Like, it's just yeah, fucking yeah, yoga. Yeah, Relax, yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because there, there is, like, a seriousness to it. But I feel like um, – I feel like it's not always necessary. I guess it's, it's maybe necessary for some people, but I've never, I've never felt that, that level of seriousness, but I guess there's a, this actually leads me to another question is, so I feel like there's a whole like spiritual side to it, so to speak. Um, and that side of it is interesting for sure, but I don't know if it necessarily like, if it's like the part that I like the most about, I kind of like what it does for my like, just for my, my body overall, mm-hmm. like I feel better. I feel like balances out my muscles and all that. Right. That's something that you, that you kind of are, are buying into or, or what are your thoughts on that, that whole side of it? As well? I, yeah. And when I say it's just fucking yoga, like it's, that's a paradox. And I tell people like it's a paradox because I take my practice seriously, but sure. I don't take it seriously as well because th- there's times where, you know, just my competitiveness, you know, that golfer competitiveness comes in and I'm, Maybe I'm comparing myself to others or where my practice is at or if I can do this handstand compared to others. Or if when I'm teaching yoga and my class numbers, maybe they're not as good as I want and and I'm just feeling like, you know, hey, I need to get more people into the class. Like I tell myself, it's just fucking yoga. Like relax. Like you're just sharing your practice. But in terms of, of like a spiritual practice, it is totally a spiritual practice for me. And I got there through my body. Like I was just doing this practice because I wanted something physical. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to be more flexible. So I got to my practice through my body. And you know, mm. your body's the subconscious mind. So as you're feeling better, as you're working on these things, as you're releasing tension in certain areas, like it releases the mind. So right, right, right. as I'm going on this journey, yeah, yeah, it's part of it, the body. Now, now I have a meditation practice. I meditate every morning and it's, it's more, um, it is really spiritual to me and it's such a good way to connect my body to my mind, to my breath. But um, like, as I'm learning, it's like, all I do is share my practice. Like I have to tell the reasons why yoga has changed my life, but maybe somebody else, maybe walking is like their meditation or their yoga, you know, or maybe swimming, you know? So, so I try not to push my practice on people as much as share like what it's doing for me. I see. Because there's, um, so that's really interesting because this is like a thing that I have on like an ongoing conversation with, with like friends who are really into yoga and like 
So, so one of the things I actually do is I, I meditate about like 30 minutes a day. If, oh, awesome. I, if, I'm, if I'm being, if I'm being really good, but lately I haven't, so I'm going <laughs> to say that that's what I'm doing. But, um, but there's something interesting just about like, about yoga in particular, because I feel like there are aspects I can see to like the spiritual side of it, so to speak. Mm. So I'm, I know you're saying you don't want to push on anybody, but I'm actually going to be di- going to dig into it a little bit. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> but, but I find that there are, there are aspects of it that I could see are spiritual. And I guess I, I would, I'd love to hear more about like what you think, but but I know, for instance, I can't remember the name of the pose, but it's the one where you're like on your knees and you like kind of like bend back and you're like, oh, yeah, expanded out. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Camel. And I feel like any camel. Camel. Yes, it's camel. And anytime I do that, people, like I remember when I used to do it, I'm just like, oh, Jesus, this is so difficult. And then like, <laughs> I just like can't wait for it to be over. But then somebody was telling me like, when they do that, it's actually just like releasing a lot of emotions yes. that you might be feeling. And then as it started going on and I would like do that again in my next practice, I'm just like, what the hell are all these emotions? <laughs> Stop these emotions, cram them down. I don't want to deal with them. Um, but, but truthfully, I still have a hard time with things like connecting the movement to my breath, like mm-hmm. for some reason or another, I just, I'm, and maybe that's why I'm not feeling it as much, but what exactly does that spiritual side uh, mean to you in that in that sense like and yeah I'll, I'll oh sure that. sure yeah the i mean like our bodies are almost like a computer right our subconscious mind is you know doing all the programs running all the programs then our conscious mind is barely you know i think it's a small percentage of like what our conscious mind's doing and right. all all the things that's happening in our life is our subconscious mind it's like program after program and program after habit after habit after habit we're just a big habit, right? The whole universe is a habit, you know? So in terms of like for my practice and for the body, it's like we, just like a computer, we hold, we have storage in different parts of our body. And some people maybe hold it in their shoulders. Some people maybe hold it in their hips and, you know, maybe their chest. Like, like camel pose, like you were saying, when you're opening up that chest, like that is an intense emotional release for me too. And it's almost a, a posture that is like hard for me to do just because it is so intense. You know, because as the body, as you're opening up your chest just for survival as a human, like you want to keep your chest protected, right? I'm sure like in jujitsu or in martial arts, uh, I'm, I'm not 100% you know, well read on that. But I just know in terms of humans, like we want to keep our chest protected. That's why child's pose is such right, a right, 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 safe right. pose because it's all protected. So when we're opening up our chest or any chest opener, that's like we're vulnerable, especially as dudes, as bros, like we feel like this freaking vulnerability. And yeah, we're like, yeah. Fuck, man, like it, it, it's weird, right? Yeah, that's so true. That's true. with yoga, doing like, you know, pigeon pose or all these poses that are releasing this tension, releasing the stuff that's held in our bodies. Like for me, it's pigeon pose. Like when I go to pigeon pose, I get super emotional. Uh, yeah. I, sometimes like cry in pigeon pose and I do like to you know share that with other people especially other you know other men just because man we got to release that shit you know yeah like, even, we, even we, if we're in child's pose yeah. and we do you know we, we just got to yeah. release it man. yeah we, we have a lot of hang-ups about any of that, that sort of stuff. <laughs> right we do yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's so true like we got to you know, and, and I've been meditating. I've been getting really deep into like the subconscious mind and 
almost like self-hypnosis and guided meditation. And it's like, we have these programs, especially as men, like we're just showing people what we want them to see of us. You know, right, we're just right, showing right. people what we want them to see. And it's like deep down inside, like most of us don't even really know ourselves completely or really know strengths, weaknesses, really know ourselves completely. We're just showing people like mm. what we want them to see. So it's like, especially like doing these poses, like we're getting those, those emotions out and it's going to be emotional release. Right. Do, do you feel like you uh, kind of had, or I don't know what you're like, what it was like for you growing up, but do you feel like that perspective for you may have changed uh, through practicing yoga? Um, or, or is this something you've kind of always grown up with? Cause I'm, I'm just like relating it to like a lot, a lot of the bros that I'm hanging out with and they're just like, I don't want to do any of that stuff, man. I don't have any emotions. There's none of that going on for me. I have nothing to deal with. I got it. Yeah. And then you talk to them and then you're like, you have a lot of things to still deal with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I, I would say to any of the bros out there that are, even questioning yoga like if you just want to put your socks on better like do yoga because like that that was one of the biggest things like I could barely put my socks on you know I had this belly and like trying to balance on one leg put my socks on sweating like so if you're a dude and you want to just put your socks on better like do yoga and and yoga is so like you can get so many different things out of it like if you want to lose weight like you know, yoga is a decent exercise for that, but walking, swimming, or better exercises just for your body. But I would say if you just want to just feel the body more and just kind of go down the rabbit hole, and you don't, you might not even know where it's going to lead you. I'd say try yoga practice for sixty to ninety days. If you like it, you're probably going to stick with it. If not, then maybe it's not for you. Because it takes right, takes right. that amount of time to get into that habit. You know, sixty to ninety yeah. days. Yeah, I know even when I was uh, getting into it initially. So like, I think I had done like a class and then I had done, I would just kind of do them really scattered. But there was this time I really, I injured my ankle and couldn't do jujitsu or any oh, of the stuff I was doing. And so uh, that was for like six months and I was just starting to feel horrible. So I was like, well, why don't I just try this yoga thing? It seems very low impact. Uh, it was just because the ankle wasn't healing. So I was having, there were a whole other slew of issues with it. It was a pretty bad injury. Um, but then I just started doing yoga and it wasn't until I, I upped it to like three times a week. Mm. And then I think at one point I was even doing it like five times a week and when oh, I was wow. doing that, yeah, it was just like, it was great. You feel like you're like <laughs> way more flexible. You feel like the, your body gets balanced a lot more with like the different muscles that are in your back. But like, I thought that, uh, I honestly didn't think it would do, I, I didn't see, I didn't think I would even see real results from it. Like I didn't mm. think I would feel strong or feel like I got a workout in, so to speak after doing it like that. But it really, really was pretty challenging. Um, but, but you were, but, but there's the side of it where I see like, it might not be the best way to lose weight potentially. Like I, I still think that it, it could be a yeah. pretty tough workout, but when, when you say that, what, uh, what exactly do you mean? And how did you say that you lost about 40 pounds, right? Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, yeah. So one of my friends on like he, he had started a yoga practice and I knew him from the gym. I, I used to work at a gym like 10 years ago, selling memberships. So I met him through the gym and he's always been pretty in shape. And like, I've just followed him all throughout 
you know, the years. And I've noticed recently he's just ripped. Like he's like abs and just jacked. And I wanted to get back into the gym, you know, new year, new me. And I asked him like, <laughs> what are you doing? And like, what do you, I know you do yoga, but that can't be the only thing you're doing. Like what else are you doing? Are you doing CrossFit? Are you doing, you know, cardio? And are you a vegan? And he said, actually, like, I don't even pay attention to my diet. I just practice yoga four times a week. And it's the vinyasa, the, the flow type yeah. yoga. He's like, I just do that four times a week. I actually go to the studio, go to a class. And he's like, I eat whatever I want. I still eat pizza, drink Diet Coke. And I don't do anything else. And I'm like, man, I can get on this. Like, I, yeah. I, I, could, I could do this. So. So, so hold on. He was doing it four times a week and that was it? Or what else was yeah, he doing? Yeah, that was it. That, no, that Whoa. was it. He's doing four times a week. And, oh, wow. and I'm, I'm sure it's good genetics too, but I'm like, I'll, I'm going to sure, try sure. this. Like it's, I could, I could do four times a week. I commit to four times a week vinyasa. So I did that. I didn't really change my diet at all. I, I, I do, um, isogenics in the morning, like a, a morning shake. And that really helps like the, what exactly are isogenics just to go on? It's a, uh, yeah. Isogenics. It's a, a, like a supplement company. Oh, okay. okay. And I really, I don't believe in like really supplement companies at all, but I was taking my yoga teacher training class and the, okay. the naturopathic doctor recommended isogenics. He said, it's really good in terms of hmm. nutritional value and what's in it. So the owners of the studio, let me know like, Hey, you can sign in through us. So I, I ended up doing isogenics and it's like i bought like a 30-day program to do it where it's like you do like two meal replacement shakes and there's a thing called i think it's like ionic support which helps your it helps like the stress hormone like reduces the stress hormone on your body so it doesn't produce yeah, cortisol so it helps like fat I, I go i'm gonna try it so i tried it for like two weeks and like one of the one of the days you have to like it's a cleanse so you can't really eat and i oh, okay it was like impossible for me to do. I mean, just mentally, like I got, I was getting cold and I was like, screw it. I ate a whole pizza yeah. that day. So I ended up telling the owner, right? Yeah. Those cleanses are tough. So I ended up telling the owner, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, you know, I just, the, the cleanse part. And she let me know. She's like, just do the morning shake, you know, the morning meal replacement, the iconic support and the fiber support. Like just do that in the morning as your breakfast and like start there. So I did that. Yeah. And then I did yoga four times a week at a studio and I lost yeah, about 30, 30 to 40 pounds just doing that. Like I didn't change really the rest of my diet. Wow. Wow. So like it, that worked for me. Yoga wow. really. Wow. And, and I feel, I feel that because I was even talking to my buddy that lot, like really got in shape from it. I feel that yoga just reduces the stress. Like, so it reduces the stress level, which it does reduce that stress hormone that's producing cortisol. So I feel like, right. yeah, maybe it's not a, the greatest workout, you know, compared to like really scientifics, scientifically um, walking and swimming are the best workouts for the body because it's gentle and you get that cardio. Yeah. Um, but in terms of yoga, I feel like it just reduces that stress and yeah, yeah. You lose yeah. weight a little bit more. Right. You might not, you also, yeah, you're not developing as much cortisol maybe. And you're also yeah. maybe not the, I personally do stress eating <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. or, or what, or what have you. It's like a better coping mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Degree. Interesting. Um, and so 
for that journey, you said you lost, was it 40 pounds? Just to get it right? Yeah, I think I was like 200 and I think I was in the 230s. And then I got it down to, uh-huh. you know, when I started the journey, like maybe 210, 220. And um, like I got it down to like 185. I, I stay, uh-huh. if I practice yoga, I stay like 185 to 190 now. And I was all the way up to like 236. But, but I, was, I was trying to lose weight before that as well. I see. And, and that has just been purely yoga with like a couple. Yeah. Purely yoga and isogenics. Sure. Isogenics. Wow. That's amazing. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, What? Okay. So then going back a little bit or maybe forward, it's hard to tell. Um, (laughs) But it sounds like, so it sounds like you really worked on developing your practice. You mm-hmm. kind of figured out what worked for you. you you got like your diet on track. You, um, you, you now like understand yoga or sort of you're practicing it at the very mm-hmm. least. Um, is this where it came into play where you were kind of seeing these like funky yoga challenges online? You think you said you had a friend of yours who was participating in one or leading one or something like that. And, um, and that got you interested in just kind of like wanting to make fun of it or did it happen the other way around? Like, yeah, well, um, I trying to line so, up the time. time oh, yeah, here. yeah, no problem. Because I did before I started the Instagram, I did dabble in yoga. I, I was like, I was overweight and I just was unhealthy and I had planners foot. So I had planners foot really bad. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I remember I went and got a, Rodney Yee AM yoga DVD. This was just a a morning yoga. And like with this AM yoga, you can pretty much wake up and just kind of roll over to your mat. You don't have to like stand up or do many standing poses. So it was 20 minutes of just kind of being on your back or like um, very, very easy, gentle poses. And I was doing this for a couple months and I realized like my planner's foot was going away. Like I felt better. Like I had less anxiety because I struggle with anxiety. So I had less anxiety. And and I really, for the 20 minutes for the low impact gentleness of this program, I had big, big uh, benefits. So I just, I kind of planted the seed of yoga there. I, I ended up not sticking with it. And then I tried Bikram yoga maybe like a year or something after this or a couple of years after this. And, you know, going back to, I'm a fast starter. So I got this group on for Bikram yoga. It's a 30 day, you know, unlimited Bikram classes and it's the summer in Phoenix. So I'm like, I'll, I, I tried Bikram yeah. and being a dude, being a dude, like I would go into this Bikram class and it was crowded, yeah. but I had like long hair, fully tattooed. I'd have like a seven foot radius around me. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar all, with that feeling. <laughs> all the women would be like in the corner, cramps in the corner. And I'm just like, um, maybe it's the tattoos, maybe the long hair. Like, yeah. I swear I'm not a creep. I'm just here doing yoga. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even have a Speedo on. Like, yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I, um, and then I ended up getting, like with, with Bikram, I think I did it for a week. And then I was like, I love it so much. Maybe I'll do two classes in a day. So I did one class in the morning, went and played golf in like 110 degree weather and then came back yeah. and did Bikram. And I pretty much almost yeah. died. So like I just bet. overdoing shit. Moderation. Well, like. Yeah. I, I have a big problem with that as well. Like I feel like 
soon as I start something new, it's just like, let's go balls to the wall. It's the point where it just like burns me out as fast as possible. And Gosh, like, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I recently just slight tangent, but like recently just started uh, bouldering, like climbing, like climbing okay. walls and stuff. And I was, I felt like I was just wanting to go every single chance that I could, but people kept telling me your, your forearms were going to burn out. And like my forearms yeah. don't burn out. I'll right. be fine. <laughs> and, and sure enough, it wasn't the forearms that burnt out, but it's just that my fingers have been shredded Ouch. by the walls and I can't climb anyway. So it's, it's like, it, there's like one thing or another that will stop me. Um, it's funny to hear there are other people going all out. Have yeah. This problem. yeah. Can't, can't help it. Can't help it. Um, but, uh, but so you said that you were actually going, you, you would start, this was with your Bikram yoga practice. So I think you're still kind of like trying to tr uh, connect the two storylines of you with your yoga journey and then the actual online platform. But you were saying that you were doing it in the morning, going to play golf, and then you would uh, uh, do it again at night. How long did that actually last? A week. I think that was the last oh, okay, time I did okay. Bikram. Well, I, I did Bikram okay. a couple of times after that, but that was the last time during that period of, of going to yoga. Like I just, Bikram was too hot for me. I wasn't going to do yoga because at that time, like the only thing I heard was hot yoga. Like it was, sure. it was the thing. Like, and this was 2012, I believe. So oh, okay. Okay. most people, I feel most people hear about hot yoga you know, before they're yeah. even into yoga. And then I heard about Kundalini yoga and Kundalini. I went to a Kundalini class and I loved it. Like it's still one of my favorite types of yoga. It's more spiritual for me. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's def it's not as physical. So you do mantra work and just kind of get that Kundalini energy rising. And I really felt like almost like saying, you know, getting high from yoga like at a Kundalini sure. class. So that's, that's when I really started to, you know, I really love this practice. And I was going like every Thursday, I really liked the yoga teacher that was there. And he, had, so he cool. had this big, long white beard <laughs> and like they wear like all white with like a turban too. So I just really felt like that. Um, I, I just felt, yeah. I don't know. I felt it was like super legit and I still try and go to Kundalini. Did it feel like there was a bit of community? Is that one of the feelings you got out of it? Or is it just that it was uh, just, you just enjoyed the spiritual side of it? Yeah, I just enjoyed the spiritual side of it. It was almost like oh, church okay, cool. for me. Like I was going there and I was like feeling this like release. And like, I really, for me, through my body is like where I can like tap into that spirituality for me, just because I, I was doing mantras over and over again and i just really felt that like connection that vibe that vibration outside of me so Interesting. I, I really you know it, it just touched something for me with kundalini and i feel like i've always been yearning for something deeper like just yeah. in my life and yoga was like kind of showing itself to me and i uh, i was doing that like once a week here and there but it wasn't like a super consistent or super serious practice it wasn't until like I went on Instagram and I saw people doing yoga challenges and I just felt the, you know, the seriousness of the practice that like, I'm going to go in namaste AF and just make fun of yoga, like make up my own yoga poses, like with Sanskrit and, you know, right. and then, then that lead it. I write memes now. I write yoga memes now, you know, on right. that page. So right. Right. yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. So, so much to unpack. Um, what is, uh, 
when it comes to the actual, just because I'm so interested in that like transition, because I feel like it's, it's always funny to hear about what, I, it's always funny to hear what people were like before a lot of this stuff. So like, I still remember <laughs> um, a friend of mine, a close friend was talking to me just about like meditation and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, that's just like bullshit. Like, why are you even, right? why are you even, like, why are you even trying to tell me about any of this? <laughs> what, how, how was it received from you? Like, did it feel like a very easy transition or did it feel like I'm, cause even when I did yoga, honestly, like I did it and I was like, I only want to, uh, I just want like the physical, like I just give me the workout. Like, I don't care. Like stop telling me all right? these other things and whatever. I just wanted the workout. Um, how would yeah how did you receive it and and then it sounds like obviously you've received it well at this point but what was that what was that journey on its own like yes um when i first started creating this instagram to make fun of yoga i was going through a rough time in my life like i was going through a divorce and it was, it was just really it was so difficult and i wanted to just work out again like I, I wanted to just physically get stronger and, you know, I just wanted to feel good again. And I, I was going to the gym and I was working out. And for me, because I am that person that's always pushing myself so hard, like I always injure myself at the gym, like no matter what I'm doing. So I was starting to get like my shoulder was starting to hurt, started making fun of yoga. I went to this yoga studio because I wanted to make fun of yoga more, go to this yoga studio. And I found that man, I can really get a decent workout because it was a vinyasa style. Like, and my friend that inspired me that his body's like cut up, you know, he's doing yoga. I can do this stuff and I probably won't injure myself, you know, because it's going at my own pace and just doing, doing the physical asanas, as the physical practice and going through this divorce because I was, I was pretty fucking mad. Like during this whole process, like there'd be times I'd be in Shavasana and my eyes were open and I was like fucking cussing in my head, like trying not to cuss out loud. Like I was very angry going through that process. And I realized like yoga really helped that anger frustration. And I'm like, maybe there's something more to this practice. So I kept, I kept doing it and doing it. And I ended up, you know, getting divorced, you know, that, and that ended and, I started dabbling with meditation at the yoga studio. They did a quantum jump meditation. So mm-hmm. quantum jump. And before this, I don't, I didn't really meditate. Um, I felt like I just didn't have the attention span for it to sit for five minutes. And this quantum jump meditation is like a new moon quantum jump meditation. So they take, it's an hour long, you're laying down and they take you through you know, a relaxation. And then they take you through going through your current day, like visualize going through your current day and then visualize like where you'd want to be if you, if there was no rules and you could attain the person that you wanted to be. Right. So what's called? What's that? It's called, it's a quantum moon meditation. So it's like quantum quantum jump meditation. Yes. You're basically, you know, quantum field. You're going into a different dimension of yourself Cool. And anyways, like I was doing this and I was the first quantum jump meditation. Like I was in there for an hour. I was deep. Like I saw myself in the future. Like I had this like spiritual experience. I ended up seeing like this woman in my quantum jump meditation. I don't know who it was. You know, I just recently divorced. Like I didn't want to ever be married or date someone again. You know, I just had this resentment, this anger. But yeah, I, kept, I saw this woman in the quantum jump meditation, which was weird to me. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll dabble mm-hmm. with that. 
And then I did another quantum jump meditation and I saw the same woman, but I didn't see her face. Mm. And then I started talking. There's this um, girl at the front desk. She was, uh, she just caught my eye and she was the, the studio, the manager, the, um, the office manager there at, at the yoga studios. Mm-hmm. And we would talk before class and I just got to know her. She, she was younger than me. So I'm like, this is not going to work out. You know, I'm not, not looking for someone, I'm not looking for a relationship, but we ended up going to this quantum meditation. The third one of mine, we went together and like, mm-hmm. I ended up seeing her face in the quantum jump meditation, which was yeah, wow. trippy. Like this was the woman that I kept seeing. I didn't, I didn't even know her before. I didn't even know her before I did. I started doing it. And then the third quantum jump, I'm there with her. I see her and I just like knew like she was the one. So, and we ended up getting oh, married. Yeah. We're, oh, we're wow. Married. Holy so, shit. So, Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. It, it was, uh, yeah. It was, how, how long, how long was it until you actually told her that you were having these, uh, these, uh, visions of her, uh, before you met her? <laughs> like how, well, how many, yeah. How long? Into yeah. That? Well, that was going to that third quantum jump meditation. It was her first and my third. That was actually like our first kind of date and, or, or just time that we hung out, you know, outside of the studio, even though it was still in the studio. And then I think it was a couple of weeks later, we, we actually went on their official first date and then, you know, just went by there. I think it was like date three or date four. Like I told her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a soul connection and we ended up cool. getting, I think that was October. Like we ended up getting married like a year and a half or a year after that. So yeah, we just wow. got married in, in February, this February. So. Oh, wow. Congrats. That's mm-hmm. pretty reason. Oh, yeah. Was, that's a crazy story, man. <laughs> crazy I'm story. Actually, yeah. I'd actually be pretty interested in that because I feel like there are, uh, there are so many different types of meditation and, like the one that's really been speaking to me lately is just, uh, I don't know if you know who Naval Ravikant is, but he's like a former entrepreneur of some sort. And he, uh, former, probably still is. Um, but he, I was just listening to a podcast with him and it was this type where you, you're supposed to do it for an hour, but I'm doing it for 30 minutes. And you just kind of like sit down and just do nothing. And like, mm. think your thoughts, experience what that is, see where your brain is at. Just cause like, there's this like chatter that goes on in your brain at all times. Yeah. So I'm like, just trying to understand what that chatter is while I just like walk through the rest of my life. Cause I go walk to get coffee. That chatter is there. I go and like do my work. Right. Yeah. The gym. It's, it's kind of still there at all times, but you're not really listening to it, but it is kind of there. And so like in that, in those moments where I actually sit down and do that, I'm like, Oh, that's what I'm kind of carrying with me mm-hmm. all day. Um, but for a while I, I, used to at least like especially when I was really involved with like competition and and everything I used to do a lot of it was more so just I guess visualization but I feel like some people would still attribute that to uh to some sort of meditation it sounds like this is kind of like a more structured way of of thinking about it like you it sounds like you're visualizing where you want to be and what you would want to have happen in the future um that's interesting yeah, it's, it's uh, powerful. Yeah. Like I, I try and do it. I, I'm a big fan of doc, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with Dr. Know. Joe Dispenza? No, I, don't. I no. love him. And he, uh, sure. w- one of the most impactful books that I read this year is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Hmm. It is so powerful. I've been to his seminars and he's all about, you know, the quantum field, meditation, 
And this book was just so powerful because um, it's basically, you know, what we do in our habits and what we're thinking about daily is like our reality. So it's like right. in order to change right, right. like that reality, it's like you got to change those habits. So you really got to break the habit of being yourself, you know, to, to where you want to go. And if that's, you know, that doesn't have to be materialistic. It could just be like an inner sense of calm or anxiety. If you're, you know, responding to a situation out of anger or frustration, like you can break that habit. It's going to take a while though, because your body has all these chemicals. Like it's just addicted to a certain thing. So Right, right, right. Awesome book. Cool, cool. I'll definitely check that out. Um, and I guess the other thing I wanted to dive into a little bit was, so I could maybe this is maybe this is just purely off of my impression, but actually, I don't open up this way. Who do you think is your main audience of your online following? And the reason I ask is because I'm just wondering what you think led to you having the specific kind of audience that you have. So kind of a two-parter. Sure. I think, yeah, my main audience is probably just new yoga teachers. Actually, not probably. My main audience that I want to affect are people that want to start a yoga program or are frustrated that, you know, maybe they're taking their practice too seriously. And I want to come in there and just say, hey, it's just fucking yoga. Relax. Like, you know, it's just, it's just yoga. Don't have to worry about the numbers. Don't have to worry about getting in a in a posture, like it's really coming back to like that mind state. Like for me and my practice, like it started physical. You know, I wanted, mm -hmm. I wanted to have that physical practice, but now it's now the biggest thing that's helped me in my practice is gratitude in the mornings. Like I write a gratitude list in the morning and I meditate in the morning. And that has been the biggest thing for my yoga practice. My, my overall life is just the meditation part um, mm -hmm. and the, the gratitude part. So like my audience, I want everybody to know and, and I really, because I've, I've been doing a lot of meditation on this too. Like, how can I really help people out? You know, because I first started the Instagram, started my practice, like just for the attention all on me. You know, I just wanted to get likes and I wanted, I just wanted to build a big Instagram. But as that grew, it's like, how can I really make an impact on people? How can I help people out? And in, in meditations, it's like, I want that person that say if they have like zero hope, it's like that last hour in their life or like they have zero hope in their life. Like I want them to know like, Hey, it's just fucking life. It's just fucking yoga. Like it's going to be okay. Like it's right, going to be okay. Right, right. Like maybe your next week's going to be better than today or right now. But it's like, we all get, we all get down there sometimes. We all have our dark days. Right. And it's like, it's going to be okay. You can come back to that gratitude. Hmm. So it's something really to be cool. grateful for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what, what are kind of like your, so it sounds like you're really just trying to, if I could break it down, I guess, it kind of sounds like you're trying to, like if, if there are people who are maybe in a similar situation as you, you kind of just want to help lift them up. And not just, just those people, but really anybody, anybody you can who might kind of relate to that same sort of feeling that you have as well. Um, what what do you think your like goals are for the actual uh, whether it's the online presence or just like with what you're trying to do is it really just to kind of keep doing what you're doing here are there bigger plans for it or or uh, or where where does it go from here i guess yeah yeah i, I want to uh, like i'm 
in the process of writing a book. It's called It's Just Fucking Yoga. So I, I just want to write a book for people that, like an intro book into yoga. Like I, I want to go through the philosophy because I do take my practice seriously. So I want to go through the history on that. Because you know, when I say it's just fucking yoga, like it's, I don't want to disrespect the practice. I get a lot of haters sometimes, you know, sure. that, that do take it seriously. And, and I get that. Okay. Like, which, not which is funny because it sounds like, it sounds like you are taking it seriously. It's just like, a, yeah, I, I actually <laughs> love, I love that, that line. <laughs> it's, it's great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. But if like people just see that it's just fucking yoga, sometimes they'll get you know upset or offended, but I don't, my intention is not to disrespect the yoga culture or the community. It's just, just like my truth about it. So I'm going to write a book. It's just fucking yoga. I'm going to continue to write memes. Like memes are, are a good way to like, you know, laughter is some of the best medicine. I feel like yeah. laughter is the best medicine. And it's just memes connect us all, man. Exactly. Love memes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Continue to do that. I actually have a yeah. podcast with my friend, Pedro as well. It's the okay, Yogi Show on uh, yeah. on Spotify and all the platforms. So, oh, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Just spreading so that really message. Just... Cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it uh, on our side in terms of time. But uh, is there anybody you kind of just want to shout out at the end of this? I just want to shout out one of my favorite yoga instructors. I took his master class. Is Brian Kest with power yoga like so poweryoga.com he is one of my he's he's kind of the yoga instructor that kind of transformed like my practice from physical to that meditation and you would think it's power yoga right like you think it's it's you know all physical power yoga but i went and took his master class and he was like you can make your yoga shit like you can bring all the shit to your life that like you're still struggling with and you can make your yoga shit or you can come to yoga with that gentleness and, and have like more of a transformation. So if anyone's out there, especially dudes, check out Brian Kess power yoga. Um, I, I just feel like as a, as a bro, like I can connect with him and he really has that, um, <clears throat> that spiritual, that, that mental aspect with it. So yeah, he's one of my biggest influences. And, and I heard him on YouTube say a quote that, if you practice yoga, the universe takes care of itself, you know, and, and for how that worked for me, it was like, I practiced yoga. I just wanted to make fun of it. And I just practiced the physical thing. And then it took it to a, a mental, a spiritual level. And then it you know, met my wife through it and it's changed my life. So if you practice yoga consistently, like buckle up, buckle up, everybody. That's amazing. And for, a, um, for a treat. I, this actually just, I know wrapping up, but this actually just made me think of one other thing. What, what, like, do you deal, do you have people who you're either practicing with or that come to you who might be from that, like, like, are, do you feel like you might be helping people break those barriers of like the bro who doesn't want to experience any of that? They don't want to go, go near yoga. Like what has been your reception with that demographic in particular? Oh yeah. I've, uh, I, my classes have a lot of bros in it now. You know, and oh, it's nice, just like, nice. um, cause I, I don't look like a yogi with the uh, fully tatted and I look, yeah, more like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But yeah, I've definitely I've never had... seen a yogi who looks like you for sure. And that's well, like, yeah. a teddy bear. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's no, uh, that's not just to say anything about you. It's just that like, oh, I, yeah. I don't even think I've seen 
just beard tattoos dude like usually it's like just a different 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 type of teacher and i thought that was also interesting yeah awesome but, awesome yeah and that's a any any uh men that are out there listening to this like just practice even if it's just at your house and you know, just throw on some you know like a youtube yoga video practice there or you know there's there's a lot of dudes in yoga now too so if you go to a studio like you're gonna see yeah, more yeah. men and it's gonna yeah. make you feel a little bit more comfortable like when i was when i was going back in 2012 like to bikram like yeah there's that seven foot radius around me and yeah know, it's just kind of we get that that stigma like we're there for we're there to be creepy and it's like no there's a lot more dudes doing it that are just doing it for you know their breath their body and yeah make it to the studio yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly yeah, sure. exactly all right man well again really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me um i'm hoping we could have you back on at some point it'd, yeah, it'd be great love the conversation appreciate um, it, man. all right everyone that uh, that concludes the end of this episode uh thank you for joining uh see you next time i guess thank you everybody <laughs>